What are subordinated notes? We'll find out today on Investment Banking Insights. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. This is the only show dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of the investment banking process. My name is Alex Mason and I am your host. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, we're going to keep going down this capital structure, understanding the different types of debt that companies can borrow, whether they're using it for a leveraged buyout or for refinancing their existing debt or general corporate purposes. We want to understand how companies borrow money because it plays a big role in how businesses function. So we talked about senior notes in the last episode. Now we're going to talk about subordinated notes. So what are subordinated notes? Well, they're actually quite similar to senior notes, but they're just one notch lower on the capitalization chain. Now, as you might expect, subordinated notes will charge higher interest than senior notes or revolvers or term A or B loans. And as far as their length, The lower we get down in the capitalization structure, the longer the term length tends to be, the longer the tenor or the duration. So for subordinated notes, it tends to be on the higher end between eight and 10 years. And as far as amortization, remember we talked about this bullet amortization that senior notes have? Well, subordinated notes also have bullet amortization, but they're not secured debt. Whereas senior notes, which we talked about last time, sometimes they're secured and sometimes they're not. Subordinated notes are never secured. They're always unsecured debts. Another thing that's important to know is that subordinated notes also have call protection. So no prepayments and you know the lender's going to make sure they get their interest, right? And then as far as covenants, they also have these incurrence covenants, incurrence covenants, so if you have, if you're above a certain threshold, say for a leverage ratio or some, or some other metric that's defined in the contract, then you can't raise any more debt. Okay, so those are the basics of what subordinated notes are. Now, one thing I wanted to touch on, now that we've worked our way down the capitalization structure and we looked at several different types of debt and their characteristics, is I wanted to bring something to light that we haven't talked about yet. And that's who the investors are. Who is actually issuing this type of debt? Because it's important to know who the players are in this whole process, not just the instruments themselves and their characteristics. So with this type of debt, it's not usually conservative banks. Conservative banks typically will lend the term A loans, the term B loans, the revolvers. That's kind of their product set, what they work with. But there are other institutions who are looking to invest in fixed income investments that aren't those major institutions. So these are the the institutions that are lending the senior notes, lending the subordinated notes, and so on and so forth. So they might be three main types. They might be hedge funds, they might be merchant banks, or they might be mezzanine funds. Now, let me define for a moment what these entities are and what they do. Okay, so first of all, you have hedge funds. What is a hedge fund? Well, a hedge fund is an asset management firm that is tasked with, quote-unquote, hedging the risk of their clients. And hedge funds are typically permitted to invest in a very wide 
range of strategies, typically using sophisticated trading techniques. And this is different from your typical asset management firm where, or your mutual, typical mutual fund where there's certain rules and regulations around portfolio concentration, around like trading activity. Hedge funds are a little bit more specialized and they have more leeway in terms of how they can operate. So that's one thing you can know about them. Now, many wealthy people, they put money into hedge funds, not necessarily just to make money, although, of course, they put money in to make money, but to preserve their money while they're growing it and to do so at a significantly lower risk than other instruments. That's really what hedge funds are all about. It's all about lowering risk profile while still generating a good level of absolute return. So that's how I kind of think about hedge funds. So that's one of those institutions who might be the investor of these subordinated notes. You also have merchant banks. Now, merchant banks, this is really just another name for a bank that focuses on providing services to companies. So for example, JP Morgan and Goldman Sachs, they have branches of their business that are considered merchant banks. And this is separate from their bank divisions that work with the general public. So this is specifically working with companies. So merchant banks, just another name for banks that work with companies. And then you have mezzanine funds. Mezzanine funds. This is, we're getting very niche now. These are pools of capital that invest specifically in a type of debt called mezzanine debt, which has specific characteristics. And we're going to dive into this a little bit deeper on the next episode, but just know that mezzanine funds are pools of capital that invest in that type of debt for now. So you've got hedge funds, you've got merchant banks, and you've got mezzanine funds. Those are the players involved in issuing these subordinated notes and issuing these senior notes and issuing mezzanine debt, which we'll get to next time. Okay, so that's what I got for you today here on Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason, and I am your host. And you know what we're all about out here. We're just living. We're just trying to do the best we can, learn as much as we can, get a little wiser, get a little richer every, every single day. So thank you so much for joining me on this journey, and I'll see you next time.